Special shout out to all our patrons who support the show every week. Head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, special shout outs on social media, and so much more. Patrons, you help keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going, and we couldn't do it without you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash Podcast. You can also support the show by using our brand new Amazon affiliate link anytime you shop on Amazon.com for things like running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, You'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 217 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Yay! For today's episode, uh, before we get started, though, we must do shout-outs. We cannot forget to do shout-outs before this very special interview episode. It is. You might have noticed that guy at the top of the show, that uh, that Jeff Galloway fellow. Yeah. Well, guess what? We were able to get him back on the show. Yeah. I'm so excited every time we can sit down with him and talk. It just inspires and motivates me to keep going. And we have some big news and big announcements from him in this week's episode. So I'm very excited to let everybody enjoy our talk with Jeff. But first, the shout out to the shout outs. The first one is for you, my friend, for me, my friend, my husband, my partner in life. Yesterday, we celebrated 24 years of marriage. And I just want to say I love you. I couldn't do any of this without you. And I'm so glad that you picked me for this little journey called life. Aw. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Happy anniversary. I wasn't expecting a shout out on the show. Yeah. So, yeah. To you. And then also, today, in fact, as we publish this episode... Or it's Tuesday. It's July 12th. It is the official birthday of America's coach, Jeff Galloway. Yes. So we might have timed this perfectly. And we just want to say a very special happy birthday to Jeff. And we look forward to celebrating many more with you. Indeed. And running those miles pain-free injury-free until you're a hundred until you're a hundred and then we'll be not too far behind you exactly well said you've inspired us and so many run walk runners who were just sitting on the couch and not thinking they could do it and here you are celebrating another birthday we are lucky to have you as our coach Run Disney is lucky to have you as a training consultant, your family, loving father, happy and devoted grandfather, just a wonderful man in life who is a hero and sets the example as a leader in this running, run, walk, run community. Yes. Now, was that the shout out or the intro to the, uh, to the interview there. Could they be one in the same? They could indeed. But listen, if you guys would like a shout out on the show, we do our best to collect them throughout the week on social media. Help us out and send them our way. Shoot us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. That's 
info at runeatdrink.net. And that could be something you type out. You could record a message and email it to us. Yeah. Or if you just want to give us a call, call 941-677-2733. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us who you are, who you're shouting out, what the shout out's for. And we will use that audio and make you Runcation Nation famous. That's 941-677-2733. Give us a call. Give us an email. Let us celebrate you. Now, before we get started with the Jeff Galloway interview, it Mm. dawned on me. Okay. Real quick. All right. There may be some people who are new to the show that aren't familiar with who Jeff Galloway is, what he does, and why he's so important to us. Real quick, we just wanted to let some of the people who are newer to the show, and I'm making a point to pause for that because we've had such an uptick in people following us on Facebook, and we want to say hello and welcome to all of our new followers on Facebook. Jeff Galloway is a Olympian. He is referred to as America's coach. He has pioneered the run-walk-run method of running. And this is a method that Amy and I adopted several years ago after doing all the wrong things when it comes to our own adventures in running. Running, yes. And once we discovered the Galloway method and using walk breaks throughout from beginning to end, it really changed our approach to running. It enabled us to open up to longer distances Mm to ultimately train for the Disney Marathon, I believe back in 2014, 13, 13. even though we didn't get to run it due to catching a bug, Mm -hmm. we did do all the training, Yeah, but it's enabled us to have in relatively injury free running. The injuries that we have sustained have been our doing, not the trainings. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Being in the wrong, stepping the wrong place, finding a pothole, Mm -hmm. that type of thing. But Jeff's, a prolific author. He is mm. a speaker. He is a presenter. He is a podcaster. Yeah. He I, the, he is just a quite the Renaissance man. <laughs> he, like you mentioned, is the training consultant at Run Disney. So oh, if, yeah. if folks have attended a Run Disney event and they've had the opportunity to see him speak, it's quite an event. If you've been on the expo floor, you may have had an opportunity to talk with him. He's like the Energizer Bunny of any run Disney expo. Yeah. He's just always there. Well, I imagine any expo he's he where he graces the expo floor, he just doesn't stop. He doesn't phone it in. No. He's it, it's I was listening to his podcast the You Can Do It podcast that he does with his son, Weston, and they had Carissa and another guest on. And he, they were just talking about how he did the Dopey Plus Challenge, or I can't remember exactly what kind of challenge it was, but running all four races before he retired from that, plus spending every day of the entire weekend on the expo floor meeting and greeting all kinds of people signing bibs, giving last minute advice and giving talks. Yeah, he does that. You always see a line of people at his booth and they're checking in with him, giving him kind of a snapshot of their train, Mm -hmm. asking for last minute tips and tricks, signing anything. I mean, he is so gracious at doing that. And he's just the nicest guy. What you see what you get is what you get. Exactly. So. I think he's been a character stop the last couple of run Disney race weekends too. Yes. <laughs> yes. And if you are ever in the mood for watching one of our live streams where we're streaming from the studio, yeah. you will very often catch one of his books in the background or on two. our set. Yeah. So it just depends on how we've got things arranged any given day, but sure. it's usually a staple on our set and in our running library. So that's a little bit of a background on Jeff. Of course, there's plenty more information about Jeff. We're going to link to in the show notes, but he has his own race. He does. And Mm -hmm. it's one that we love to, to run in Atlanta. And we're going to be talking about it in this interview that we're about to let you hear right now. We are joined today by America's coach, Jeff Galloway, friend of the show, 
Welcome to the Runny Drink Podcast. Once again, we are so fortunate. We, we feel so fortunate. We're so happy to have you on the show this week. Amy, thank you. I love what y'all are doing. And as you know, I have been a supporter from day one or actually before day one. So uh, any time I can help you all. And of course, you have helped us a good bit. So thank you. I do have to say thank you because we are coming up on June uh, 10th will be the fifth anniversary of our podcast. And it wouldn't be in existence at all if we had not been introduced to the Run, Walk, Run method and to Jeff Galloway. So. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank really? you. Really? Yeah. I want to say that it's five years of the podcast mm-hmm. and I want to say it's 12 years of running. I remember very vividly when the Run Disney folks still did the the talks, the, the Q&A, the kind of clinics that they would do marathon weekend, our very first half marathon. And I was standing in the back just listening to a little bit of what you said. And and I thought it was too late for us to implement that in our very first half marathon, which was the next day. But you always say you're the captain of your own ship and you can do it. And I was just so attracted to that message. I have been running for uh, forever. In fact, it was 1958 when I started. You do the math, I guess that's 64 years. You've got a couple of years on us, Jeff. Just a couple. Yeah, just a couple. But right from the beginning, the thing that really attracted me, because I had tried a lot of other sports and I really wasn't good at them, but there were rules and there were hierarchies and all those things. And it was so wonderful to get out there and run. So from the beginning, People are the captains of their ships. Yeah. And we got introduced to you, like Amy said, at, at a Run Disney mm-hmm. event. But yeah. since you helped us catch the running bug, of course, the running has taken us to many races beyond Orlando, beyond the Run Disney events. Oh, yeah. And, and that includes your very own race up in Atlanta. And we have I- really enjoyed having y'all. And it's great to see your uh, members, your followers come too. And uh, thank you again. The, oh. the Runcation Nation. Now, it, do I remember right? It was 2014 that was the first year of the race. Is that right? Good memory. Yes. Yeah. I'm good. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And, and so this will be how many years? Let's see. It depends on whether you count uh, the COVID uh, situation. We, yeah. uh, but in any case, I guess that is eight. This will be the ninth year, oh. if you don't count the COVID years, because we had the virtual. True. Which we did. Yes. So yeah. you know, we're, we're trying to be streakers as best we can. Do you call them streakers like Donna does at the Donna Marathon Weekend? or We have a legacy heritage legacy. term. Yeah. There- I love it. Yeah. But that's rapidly become one of our our favorite races every year, one that we do every Mm -hmm. year, regardless of what the rest of our race calendar looks like. For me, it's a bit of a homecoming. I used to go to college in Atlanta. I began my career there. We were our first year of marriage. We lived there. Mm -hmm. So we love the Atlanta and Atlanta metro area. And as a place to go and run, it's, it's, I think, it offers so much. It does. Uh, and I loved the fact that we had pre Christmas sort of a tradition to get a little cold weather yeah, running in and all bit. that. But it it looks like that it's the it's a new race or some things have changed. And mm-hmm. we want to talk about those changes. I'm teasing that. I want to rewind a little bit uh-huh. and why don't we talk a little bit about the, maybe some of the history of the so, race? So 2014, the first year, I want to know what inspired you and Barb to launch the whole thing back in 2014. We had been told for, gosh, at, at least 20 years that we should be holding our own race. And, and we put on races and we know how much work it is and how difficult it is to do that. So we resisted that for a long time. And then in 2013 was the uh, bombing of Boston. Mm. And that really catalyzed in my brain a number of things. 
that we hold dear about running. And one of them is bringing together our communities. And we have a unique community that uses my method. Folks from all over the world, I stay in touch with them through the Club Jeff and through the newsletter and through our uh, Facebook and, and other social media. But there really has never been a place to come. Virtually all the people there are into the method and want to use it and support it and be together and meet one another and so forth. So that really is what incentivizes us to to do that. What a great reason. You know, I love Community. the fact that we you can come yeah. together with like-minded folks yeah. uh, that are using a, the, a similar training method mm-hmm. or the same training method, maybe similar intervals, and they can oh, yeah. maybe meet some new friends along the course and, and do that. Yeah. Now, I teased it. And I said that some things have changed. Yeah. We received an email from Jeff. We got it in our inbox. And I believe that we might have a snippet here that says. Oh, yes. New race weekend dates Uh for 2023. March. Put a spring in your step for 2023 with our new spring race dates. Jeff, tell us what's going on here. I Every year. Since we've had our race, I will meet people at other races who say, I'd really like to go to your event. And sometimes they will tell me why they couldn't come, but most commonly they wouldn't. So during the uh, COVID situation, whenever anybody would email me and say they couldn't make it before, I said, really, what was it? And overwhelmingly, the reason why they didn't is that it was December and they had so many things to do with the holidays and family. And of course, that is the time of the year when people tend to stay home. So I totally understand that. We, as you know, Dana, as you you articulated quite well, and Amy, you know how beautiful Atlanta is, particularly the Midtown area where we have our uh, course Going by the Margaret Mitchell House, the Jimmy Mm. Carter Library, the Martin Luther King Center, the Beltline, Virginia Highlands. It really highlights the really neat areas. And of course, it goes by Fidipides, my store, where we have uh, our gatherings and packet pickup and all that. So we really wanted an opportunity at a different time of the year. So the people who couldn't come in December could come. And we have already had just a great response to the new date. So it will be then March 18th through March 18th and 19th, 2023. Yes. Yes, So we're skipping December. Yes. And everybody can have their holidays and then... uh, we can come, we'll have Barb's 5K, we'll have your half marathon, your namesake. We will have the double G also. Yes. And is there anything that will be, other than the date, is there anything that'll be different about the weekend? We're working on some things. We don't have them far enough along to be able to to say what we're doing here, but it involves working on a theme, let me just say, of health and and how fitness influences health and Mm long-term longevity. We want to to do something with that. And as soon as we get that information, we will send it out. Ah, so more to come. More to come. Yes. It's going to be, there's our excuse to get you back on the show. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yes. All right. Can't wait for that. I know. So now we talked a little bit about it when we were hinting at loving this or hinting at loving the race. It's yes, talking about how much we love the race. Yes. And that pre-Christmas <laughs> thing. And I totally understand that apprehension. Uh, it, it, it's We've seen it. We've experienced it even where we're like, oh, there's a lot to do before Jeff's race. And then we get back and then it's right into Christmas. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I totally understand it. I am going to miss the cold weather, the 28 degree start lines. Um <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I'm saying that a little facetiously as a born and raised Florida boy, but I'm not. You know, a- Atlanta does get a little chilly in in the winter time, and it's a damp cold. Yeah, 
for those that maybe have not traveled to the metro Atlanta in March, where you're starting to see really you're heading into spring, can you talk a little bit about what uh, runners may want to plan for or expect mm. uh, for that, that March time? It's, it's much less likely to have really cold weather. We can get cold snaps in March, but the probability is low that it'll happen. In December and January and and in going into February, it really can get chilly. But but by March, you've got the leaves popping out on the trees and the flowers are budding and you're getting the first blast of springtime and Atlanta's beautiful. It really comes alive. I I truly believe that our most beautiful season is the spring. And we will get the first blast of that has so much energy. And of course, uh, being the first blast, you don't get uh, the great quantity of pollen that comes later in the spring. So it's a great time to run. It's, It's usually ideal running temperatures. I, I was going yeah. to thank you from the bottom of right? my, of my allerg- allergenic heart because I was going <laughs> to joke and say if he did this in April, we would have to trade the trade the the jackets for Benadryl. I think you can remember the green haze that comes over in April, Absolutely. particularly around mid-April oh. to late April. We're we're experiencing that now. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's May. Yeah. Yeah. So now, uh, so is there any training advice before we move on? Is there any training advice that you would give that might be different in the move from December to March? You realize that in March, you uh, have very little chance of getting cold weather, but you do need to pack gear for cold weather, layers and so forth. And we also have very few hot days in March, but it could be hot on an isolated day or two. So you need to have gear for warm weather too. Now, that said, you realize that people come from so many different climates around to come to our race, and there's not a whole lot you can do to train for either one. Although a lot of folks who have been training for cold weather, who live in, excuse me, who train for hot weather, who live in cold climates, find that the treadmill with an extra layer of clothing has really done a good job with that. Yeah. Smart idea. You got to get that. You got to get the tips where you can. Absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jeff. Go ahead. The only other thing about training is that you have January, February, and half of March to train. So you it's going to bring in a lot of people who slacked off during the holidays, and they can get up to speed and be able to run our race. I was also going to say that you're very well positioned after some big races here in the southeastern U.S. by going into March. You're after the Disney Marathon weekend. You're after the Gasparilla and the Donna, which are all favorites of ours. Oh, yeah. That, that we've we've seen each other at and we've all done. So that's an extra uh, bonus, I think, for you moving it to March. It's a, that's a, a good strategic location, I think. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I was, I was going to ask, uh, do you anticipate it being a similar race course or Ooh. is it, is that kind of locked in or is it too early yet? It's as locked in as it can be. As Dana living on the other side of the permit process, there are situations often at the last minute that preclude certain streets or whatever. However, we have an outstanding security supervisor who has all the connections to be able to find those possible problems out before the race and allow us, if we had to make little adjustments, I don't foresee any major adjustment at all. This It's going to be the, the course. And if anything ever has to change, it'll be maybe a block here, a block there, but that we should be clear. But generally uh, the, yeah. uh, the same courses yeah. as so, last time. So Excellent. it will end in the iconic Piedmont Park and you have, which is very much like 
Atlanta Central Park, like you say. Yeah, it's kind of Atlanta's version of Central Park if and, you're not familiar with the area. And you get to see the skyline. And, and you get to see Jeff at the finish line. That's the best part. You stole what I was going to say. <laughs> yes. Yes. I that love is the best taking part. pictures with everybody. It's really a joy for me. Now, will you also, will you do, you and Barbara are fans of doing each other's races that weekend. Do you anticipate the same tradition? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. We, uh, we've made that pact uh, in our family and uh, <laughs> we're going to, to be able to, you know, I regret not being able to run my race. However, it's rather obvious that people appreciate more the chance to come up and have their picture taken when I, uh, when they have their medal rather than most of the folks won't see me during the race. So it really is a good opportunity to uh, bond with me and what our race is all about. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's nothing like that last curve in oh. Piedmont heading to the finish line mm -hmm. and you're there and getting to get that photo and, and chat at the finish line. It's fantastic. And I'm, I'm really glad you're going to be doing that again this year. Nothing I, like nothing it. Nothing like it. Well, I wanted to um, also give true disclosure to those who uh, have not run the race course before. Atlanta has hills and, and we definitely have hills on the course. However, we have orchestrated our start so that it's at the highest point in that area, in that mm -hmm. midtown area. And the finish is fairly low. It's not the absolute lowest, but it's getting down there. And so there's a big drop in elevation, which means there's more downhill than up. And it also means we have lots of PRs every year on our course. So it is, it ends up being a fast course, even though it does have hills on it. I can attest to that. Yep. Amy's yes. PR'd at that course. Mm -hmm. And hey, what I also ring, I've been able to ring the bell. Been able to ring the bell. <laughs> what I also love is the fact that it's well located. That Atlanta belt mm -hmm. line is a nice, straight, flat, paved, no traffic segment mm -hmm. where if you really want to make up some time Turn or it. put some extra speed in the bank there, you can. And then once you get into Piedmont Park, I think you've got um, mostly downhill and some flat in Piedmont until you get to that that last the very last bit. So you, yeah. you get some good opportunities for fast, faster, flatter segments that are interspersed with some hills. And there's no traffic the last two miles. It's all in Piedmont Park, which is oh, just a beautiful park. It is. And I enjoy the dog park. The dog park. The dog park is, I'm so happy that's a part of the course because that just spurs people on there during Barb's 5K as mm -hmm. well. And the, Yes, the we have a lot of barking spectators. Uh, they 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 bark us through that it's area. Oh, so great. What a cheer squad to have. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And I was going to ask now, the, the benefit or the charity benefit for this race, mm -hmm. is it still the conservancy? And the primary about beneficiary it? is the Piedmont Park Conservancy that does a great job. You see, with the park in Atlanta, only a, a small portion of the upkeep comes from the city. The donations that go into the Piedmont Park Conservancy are the ones that have made our park spectacular. It, it really is, and it's as a result of the hard work of the Piedmont Park Conservancy. So we support them as our primary beneficiary. And we have several other beneficiaries that are really worthy, but, but that's our primary. Now, will you also, you'll have, the we talked about the different races you'll have. You'll also have, you're planning to have the VIP package that you've had in the past as well? Yes, we will. Oh, fantastic. Because you can get through the finish and then you can go and have... You can rub elbows with Jeff Galloway. Yeah. And fellow runners. It, it, yeah. it, it's a fantastic event. We got to do it last year. It was just so much fun. Oh, we what, Again, great lucky. way to end the race and mm -hmm. get to spend some time with you and Barb. It was just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, that building where we have the brunch afterwards for B VIP is one of the old buildings from the park, which yeah. was the park was really built, designed and then built 
for Southern States Exposition back in the 1890s. And it just really set off Atlanta as the really headquarter city of the And part of that was how beautiful the park was. There, there was no other park in the South that had that, those types of designs and was well put together. Mm, it's yeah. beautiful. I think that anybody coming to the race is going to be very pleasantly surprised by mm. what they're going to see all throughout the course. But Piedmont Park really is a crown jewel of Atlanta that isn't to be missed. But speaking of things not to be missed, right? I, of course, this is the Run Eat Drink podcast, Jeff. Oh, yes. And once the running is done, we have to tell people where they need to get a delicious meal and a tasty beverage to explore the local cuisine and indulge a little bit after the race. If you were going to give somebody a recommendation, what would you tell them? Where would you tell them to go for some local food and beverage in, in the uh, metro Atlanta area? Where's a, what's a well, must do for them? There are a number of, of really stellar Atlanta landmarks in, in the restaurant business. And we actually have a number of them in Ansley Mall, where the course goes right by there. That's where my Fidipity store is located. You'll find Southern cuisine, there is a really very excellent pizza store. And then there is a bagel shop that's really a great sandwich shop. And there are several others right there. So you really don't have to go very far uh, from the finish line to be able to experience good cuisine. We, Barb and I, just uh, like to frequent the local merchants and not that we are trying to tell everybody not to go to franchises. It's just that the local merchants really suffered a lot during COVID and mm. they're making a comeback now. And so we want to give them a boost. We know what, how difficult it was and still is for entrepreneurs like us. And most of the restaurant people in the area are entrepreneurs. A hundred percent. We've been big proponents of eating and drinking local mm -hmm. um, the entire time on the podcast, but oh, especially yeah. uh, during and post pandemic. So I think yeah. it's, it's very important to do that. And you're absolutely right, Jeff. There are some amazing places right there at, at your shop. A lot of mom and pops that yeah. are worth a, a look for people who are, are visiting the Atlanta area. I think it's a great recommendation. Yeah. The food is delicious too. Uh, anything you want, you can find in Atlanta. So after the brunch, you could go hang out at Ainsley Mall and have a great meal and celebrate the accomplishment. Absolutely. Your and I've had a pretty mean hot cocoa at Fidipides. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, it, yeah. it, it tastes just that much better when it's at your shop, Jeff. I love it. Yeah. It could be the endorphins that we sprinkle in there. <laughs> you think you might be right. It's a secret ingredient. <laughs> secret ingredient it's a, it's a is secret endorphins. Ingredient. Yes. Yes. I'm sure so, that there's some dopamine experiences too, but that's okay. <laughs> it's I just it's such a positive weekend and everybody who is there is so like-minded. I in years past, we've talked about a little bit of food. In years past, you particularly Barb's 5K has partnered with local breweries for an after party, that kind of thing. Do you think that you'll work on something like that? We are working on that. We would like to bring in uh, a local brewery again. We've had so many good comments on that. And again, it's these people are entrepreneurs and, and they're trying to create something that has a nice atmosphere to it and adds to what's going on in Midtown as a culture. Yes, we're trying to put that together and hope to have it. Fingers oh, crossed that that's a great event. Oh, I'm always so tempted when we start in Midtown for the half marathon. I'm always tempted by Cafe Intermezzo right there. Oh, <laughs> Get some coffee. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> and I some will cheesecake. agree with uh, that. Oh. I've tried actually on the race course. There used to be a coffee shop that had a, a door 
right on the on the belt line. And I tried. Amy had gotten up ahead of me and I thought, oh, this will be great. I'll go in, I'll grab us a couple of coffees and I'll run and catch up to her. I learned very quickly that the lids they had were very poor in design. If you were going to be <laughs> running with hot coffee in your hand and it didn't make it to Amy. Oh, that what a, a disappointment that yeah. is, especially as you know, I love coffee myself. <sighs> Yes. Yeah, that, that Emory education was hard at work there with me trying to run your, your <laughs> race with two cups of hot coffee in my hand. I wondered why it didn't make. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> no, and I just had to wait for the coffee after the race. Yeah, but it was worth it. And we, so that was, I think you might have shared it with Susan. Yes. Yes. From your, that then handles the e-coaching end. For oh, yeah. You, right. Susan Kolbensky. Mm-hmm. She uh, is really, uh, a wonderful ambassador for us, as really well is. as a, a tremendous worker for us. She really does so many really neat things. She also handles our Tahoe retreats and, and our other retreats, too. We always run into her on the Beltline. Yeah? Every year. You get a, you got a selfie one year with I did. her. You yes. did. Yes. <laughs> so um, I think you might have shared the coffee with her, if I'm not. I believe I did, yes. Yeah. When you realized the running wasn't going to be that. That advantageous there. So I, <laughs> I appreciate that you gave it to I somebody tried. who had truly was working hard and she earned and it, earned it, earned it. So definitely did. Yeah. Um, we, I, I guess we don't, we, we know that you're still in the early stages, so we can't really ask for any more inside information. And as far as like the, the, the bling and things like that, because it's really early yet in the development of this new race weekend with the new dates. <coughs> but we hope to get some inside information later about that because this guy is in it for the bling, he I says, am. on our show all the time. And well, we as know, you know, we we have a good reputation uh, with the, the folks who are blingers, you know, and uh, <laughs> we plan to uphold that reputation. Excellent. Good. Because the one for the fifth anniversary, man, that was almost like a manhole cover. That was <laughs> great. Really, that was great. That I was love great. that. It was. Folks so are can't, still I, talking about that one. Yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait for the bling for all of the race events and then the double G. So looking very, very forward to that. Um, yes. It's this time of year. Uh, I was just thinking about it today that it was around this time last year that you had your, your event, your cardiac event. And I think that there was a newsletter, a monthly newsletter that you recently sent out that, that talked about the excellent medical care you received and the support that you had from the running community, the run, walk, run community and, and Barb. And and that speaks to having you we are so lucky to have you here because of all that what's the year brought to you what has it taught you the uh first big uh uh, deal about that is that it, it could have very well gone the other way i not only had a heart attack but five days later my heart failed had i been at home barb probably would not have heard anything and if I hadn't had a response within about a minute, I, I wouldn't be here because oh. the and the doctors told me, my cardiac specialist said that if I had not been running, my heart would not have restarted. Uh, but the bottom line was it was restarted because my cardiac team saw what happened. I was being monitored because of my heart attack. And they took action, CPR, which didn't work. And then they put on the paddles. And at first, the paddles didn't work either. But they kept going, and they got my ticker going. Thank goodness. (laughs) But I think the overall uh, message that, that I have been left with is that we have a certain time on this earth when we can help others, and we can make an impact in a positive way. And this is what I've tried to do. But after my heart attack, I realized that I still have some things I want to do. 
and, and I really have gotten very engaged in bringing those out and making things happen and then finding ways to help even more people. And you have. Oh, 100%. And in fact, I was going to say your recovery yeah. in the last year has inspired so many people, ourselves included, yeah. uh, members of the Runcation Nation. Did you get any surprising or motivating messages uh, from anybody or did you receive you know, any stories you can tell from, from the recovery phase of everything that's gotten you back to where you're at now? A lot of my friends from way, way back got in touch and they, it was very touching. Frank Shorter, John Parker, Jack Batchelor, you name it. And it, it really meant a lot to me. But the overwhelming response and positive feeling that I got is from so many people that never had a hope of being able to finish a half marathon or a marathon or even a 5K or 10K. And they were so thankful and so appreciative of, of what I do. And it, again, this touched me right to my heart. It, it was just amazing to feel the support and the thankfulness that came out of that. Runners form a unique community. Because when you meet somebody in a different city, you've never met them before, but suddenly you find out they're a runner, you feel a bond with them. And uh, people have felt that bond with me simply because I have had contacts with them through the books I've written and the clinics and oftentimes the emails that they send in. Gosh, I've I've emailed over 500,000 folks and got responses back from them. And it's just a, a huge positive community that supports one another. And it, it's so gratifying. It is. It's so, some of the greatest people that we've met and had the pleasure to know. You are at the very top of that list. It, oh, well, you're, you're nice. It, I, there it it wouldn't have happened it wouldn't have been possible without run walk run thank you yeah yeah the greatest compliment you can give me yeah it's so you're it, it's very much a ripple effect what you have done for this community that will reverberate for generations and, and look generations. what you're doing this is another wonderful thing uh because in the process of getting these thousands of cards, notes, emails, texts. People told me what they've been able to do in getting others involved as a result of something they read or heard from me. And, oh, that's so gratifying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've told the story of our first half marathon. We did everything wrong. Oh, yeah. We found you oh. and you really kept us from being the one and done couple. If I, I honestly think if I, if running meant I was going to feel like that after every run, every long run, I would have been back to my marathons would have involved Netflix and a couch. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it, we have you to thank for that. And without that, this never would have happened. Exactly. Exactly. And then we can take that a step further and some of the friendships that have had formed within the listenership of our show wouldn't have happened either. So you've had far much further reaching effects than you, than you realize mm -hmm. that go beyond just running. Yes. We're a team and yeah. it's not just about helping people get into running or continue. It's about helping them change the way they look at life. I love it. Now we've talked about the race. What else are you looking forward to in the next year, Jeff, as you're continuing to get stronger and races are coming back? What else is on, on tap for you? I've got several projects out there that we're just initiating. One of them is an app that I don't believe any other running app has very, has even a, a, a hint of, of what we're doing. We are combining 
Carissa Galloway's nutrition advice. Carissa is a registered dietitian and a good one, and she specializes in uh, fitness and running nutrition. So there's going to be a whole lot of resources because of Carissa's work that'll be going into this app, along with the other things that that we look for, motivation. And you'll actually, I have, I spent last week about six hours recording statements that will be played back. So you're out, you will actually have me cheering you on, giving you a pep talk, saying positive things. And we've had a much smaller app out there for years. And people tell me, I don't know how you figured this out, but just when I'm at my lowest on the on my run, you come out with, come on, you can do it now, <laughs> or something like that. So anyway, it's an exciting project. And my son Weston is putting this together. We have had uh, a lot of fun working together on that. Another program that I'm very excited about that I just spent five days in the recording studio is working on a corporate program that will help businesses and, and other organizations to help their folks get into fitness and have some nutrition help too. So anyway, we've got a lot of neat things going on. You're not slowing down. No. no. Well, now, are you still going to are you still going to continue the podcast with Weston that you have started? We will. The podcast that I have, the You Can Do It podcast, is, is not something right now that we're trying to make into uh, a weekly or so event. It has things that I feel are significant points in my life where I learned a lot and got some inspiration from people. And I want to relay this. I want to help others to get the spark that I was able to get and, uh, and give credit where, the, where credit is due. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. I just, it's, you've had people on that podcast that I really, their stories have been inspiring. Your, the ability for you to partner with your son, it's been very inspiring for me to watch the two of you capture your running history together. So I look forward to whatever you do in the future with the app, with what Carissa has going, with what Weston does, with what you're doing with Chris Twiggs, with what you did with Dean Carnassus. Yes. Oh, that that tickled my history nerd. Good. Funny bone. Good. I love that. Uh, can you let people know a little bit about that? Is that still running, going? It is. Our Fidipides Challenge yeah. is a virtual run over the course that Fidipides ran in 490 BC, but we have made it come alive. Dean and I talked over this for several months before we launched it. My son, Brennan, put the tech stuff together. He really is our tech supervisor for our company and did a great job with this. You not only, when you log in your miles, see where you are along the course that Fidipides ran, but when you reach certain cities, it unlocks what the city looked like back then and uh, some of the history of that city. So as you go through the course that he ran, I also recorded a, an audio uh, narrative about things that could have been going on behind the scenes. We don't have a lot of history that was written down about the conversations that Pheidippides had with others along the route. As a historical writer, this is a great opportunity because I spent six months digging up details that were known and I wove them into a web of circumstantial evidence about what went on behind the scenes. The reality of this is that in 490 BC, the Athenians were invaded by a much superior army that outnumbered them five to one. But in the battle, 
the Athenians. And so trying to figure out how they overcame all that. First of all, it was their passionate embrace of democracy. And they didn't want that to die because uh, the Persians were trying to snuff it out. But more than that, it was the inner working of key people in Athens. And uh, the Hemerodromi, who were the long-distance runner messengers, I believe had a major role in the winning of that battle. And so I tell their story. Yeah, and it's uh, what I like is the consideration that as, as much as this is antiquity, history of antiquity, those were people just like us. Same things that we, th- some of the same things that we think about and do, and c- considerations for as runners. You yeah, know, they would have to also have some of the same considerations. It's just a, it, it, it's a neat way to bring history to life, and I think that in the backdrop of coming off of the height of our pandemic, where virtual racing kept people going for yeah. so much of the pandemic, for you guys to take the virtual race and elevate it, mm-hmm. I, I think is just super cool. Yeah. And that is something I, I think everybody ought to check out and consider doing, especially if you're looking for another virtual to do, maybe to flesh out your training calendar and getting yourself ready for the next race. I love it. Um, I know you've got one more message for Jeff. I. How long do you have? No, <laughs> you have been such an important figure in our running history, talking about history. Yes. And have motivated and inspired us as well as the rest of the Runcation Nation, the entire Run Walk Run community. Your wife also has been instrumental in that. And you recently celebrated an anniversary. Uh, Our 46th anniversary. 46. 46 years together and congratulations and happy well, anniversary you. to you both uh the it was the same day as the boston marathon this year it was the yeah 17th. happy anniversary and then many many more we look forward to hearing you and celebrating your the golden anniversary for you both you're such great people so inspiring as a couple And running, run, walk, run is at the heart of that foundation that that you have, and it's evident, and it's visible, and it strengthens the bond. I, it's you all need to write a book together about it. I think we just might do that (laughs) with your your input here. That's great. Yeah, and cross over into relationship help section of the bookstore as opposed to the health and fitness. Well, you know, but. Now, for those that may not ever go to a bookstore because maybe they don't have one where they live anymore is, in this modern yes. day, could you please let everybody know who's listening <clears throat> where they could find Jeff Galloway if they wanted to get some information about you, what you're doing, your books, your everything that you're working on? Thank you. It's simple. It's jeffgalloway.com, and you'll find... All of our information on our training programs, the books, I now have 32 books that I've written, and I'm working on two more, one with Carissa and one cardiac comeback to help people avoid what I had, and then also what to do uh, if you want to uh, make your comeback, because it's all about not giving up, as I discovered. Uh, But we also have all the information on the Fidipides challenge. The challenge does not have a deadline. So it's still open and we plan to keep it open. So you can just dial in and get all that support information, which is particularly beneficial for people that are between races. Often I hear today, look, I I ran this race and I'm not going to run another one for five or six months. What do I do to keep myself motivated? The challenges really do. And our Fidipides challenge is a lot of fun too with the history. Oh, yes. 100%. Fantastic. I, I, people should check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, JeffGalloway.com is where you can find our coach, America's coach, America's Amy's coach. coach. Yay. My coach. Jeff, thank oh. you for joining us today on the Running Drink Podcast. 
My pleasure. I I, really I love you guys, and I, I just really appreciate what you're doing. I love getting the chance to connect at events, and I look forward to many, many more times over the years. We will see you in March. We are so excited about that new event, the new race dates mm -hmm. at, at any rate. Jeff Galloway, 131.com. You can find out about the race weekend. We will see you there. Jeff, thank you for taking time to talk with us. If it weren't for you, you've trained us, you've motivated us. It, it, we wouldn't have this show because of you as we, if it weren't for you, as we have said, you we're so grateful. We love you. We are grateful for your friendship, your coaching and your motivation. And we strive to run till we are 100, just like you. Very good. That's uh, exactly what my goal is. And uh, I'm very glad that you have endorsed that. Uh, but I really just appreciate our friendship, Amy and Dana, and look forward to many more good opportunities together. We will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. This man is so gracious. He was so generous with his time. I loved that he talked about his re recent cardiac event and coming back from that. He talked about his race weekend. I can't wait to get back to it and experience it at a different time of year in 2023, March of 2023. Uh, this man, he, uh, he inspires no matter what he talks about, but he was so generous in the compliments toward us as well. That was very kind. And, yeah. and again, I'm going to miss the December race in yeah. Atlanta. I don't, uh, part of me will. The other part of me with the 28 degree start lines of some years. I'll miss that. Woo. I'm, but, yeah. But I think that it's going to be a beautiful time of year yes. to enjoy Atlanta. And I think that no by doubt. moving it, it really does open up some other race opportunities for sure. people. And this is going to be one I don't think you should miss. We have talked about it on the show, I believe, every year that we have been podcasting. So that's not going to change. And we are excited, hopefully, to meet up with a bunch of members of the Runcation Nation for this one. Oh, I hope so. JeffGalloway.com has all the training resources you could ever want from America's Coach. And it also has a link to the race weekend and its details and a way to register. Yeah, absolutely. So check that out. You're going to have links to in that the in notes. the show notes. Indeed, I will. So check that out. Next week, we are going to be talking about training and a little bit more, a little extra. And there's going to be some extra stuff coming <laughs> during the week as yeah. we continue to assess hydration options for people in all of this hot weather running. For sure. That's happening. Because mm. if you're out there running right now, you're running in hot weather. Oh. It's just so brutal here in Florida. I'm so I was having flashbacks to the weekend. I'm sorry. That's okay. I understand completely. Yes. Completely. Do us a favor, folks. Pure creative apparel, our friends Pam and Ariel. They've done it again. Fifth anniversary shirts and brand new tank tops are now available. And you can show them off at your races. The tanks are perfect for the summer. Oh, yeah. Summer training, summer running. Speaking of that hot weather running. Right. So head on over to runeatdrink.net. And at the top, there is a button in the navigational menu where you can click get swag. Right at the top of the page, you can choose from a variety of colors and styles. You can get a hold of those fifth anniversary shirts to just celebrate the last five years of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We, I love that new logo. Yes. We really thank Pam and Ariel for donating the design work to that fifth anniversary shirt and for researching and getting us lots of great options for the new tank tops too. Absolutely. Thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of the Run Eat Drink podcast. For joining us on your long run, your commute to work, around the house or wherever you are. 
I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.